Hello all, and welcome to Wake Up With Marcy. It's time to be inspired and empowered through stories of hope, celebrity inspiration, education, and resources. Just a quick reminder that my book, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles is available on amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Today is a show of entertainers sharing their mission in life and their current projects. We first meet award-winning composer and New Jersey native, Randy Edelman. I then speak with actress Deidre Friel. We discuss season two of Apple TV's Physical and Somewhere in Queens, which premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival. Lastly, I meet Carl Schmidt, co-founder of Plus Life Media and host of Plus Talk. He is living with HIV and using media to break the HIV stigma. Now let's meet my incredibly inspirational guest and learn to live a happier life. I will now be speaking with composer and New Jersey native, Randy Edelman. Welcome to the show, Randy. Hey, nice to be here, there in Bergen County. (laughs) Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit, just kind of like, Take us through as quickly as you can, because listen, it's hard to like put it into just a condensed version, but you have done some of the most incredible things with your, your music and with films and orchestras. Like it's incredible. So just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's too much seriously. Even if you had tons of time to get into my kind of unique, uh, musical journey but i when i was very young i uh i guess i showed some aptitude towards going to the piano and playing things by ear so i've been playing and then started taking lessons so that goes back to when i was four or five years old but at the time growing up in teaneck you have to understand that around the time of the beatles music wasn't hip okay it wasn't hip so I just wanted to be like everybody else. And what was hip? Sports. So that's mm. all you wanted to do. You know, that's yeah. how you got girls. That's how, you know, the whole thing. Seriously. So I kept it very quiet, even though I was studying serious classical music and doing mm. concerts. Basically, I was just like the normal kid on the street. People that yeah. I knew well knew about it. But I was serious about it. Um but so I did that for a long time. And I also always loved and was fascinated by records. I would listen to records on the radio, even though that was not at all in the realm of the classical music that I was studying and listen for things like the arrangement. Mm-hmm. Now that would turn out, it's very interesting when you're a kid and there's certain things that you're drawn to that just may seem meaningless. That was very important. So I was always listening to instruments and voices and rhythms and stuff like that. So that would come into play very quickly later. So mm-hmm. I I went to a music conservatory, strangely enough, a great music conservatory that wasn't across the bridge, like three seconds from me, like Juilliard. Why not? Well, I won't get into it, but it was odd. So I went someplace far away studying pre-med and music at this music conservatory. And quickly, suddenly, one day I lied and said I wrote a song and found myself in a garbage dump in Cincinnati. 
that was a record company. It was called King Records. Now, that may not mm-hmm. mean anything to you. King Records was the home of Bobby Blue Band and someone named James Brown. And wow. they saw me mm-hmm. conducting a bunch of kids from the music conservatory doing an arrangement over a song that I said I wrote, which I did, but I hadn't written a song. And just by chance, it was like, hey, who's that kid? It was about 16. Yeah. And they figured instead of flying to Chicago or Memphis at the time, not Nashville, where they were kind of making real records to put strings and horns and stuff on the records, that why not call this kid and he can come down and we'll pay him like 50 bucks. So anyway, long story short, by the time I left Cincinnati, I had a bag of not only were these records and arrangements, but they had nothing to do with what I was studying. However, I I had a bit of a, you know, when my parents was like, what the hell is this kid going to do? You know, teach music in school, which is nothing wrong with that. But they didn't, their uh, brain didn't go beyond that. So anyway, I quickly got out of school. I went to New York and I only told you that story to give you, which is just a little thing that I was into other things. And I quickly started playing in the pit on, on Broadway and doing arrangements for people and conducting for well-known singers. So what I want to talk about now is uh, your post-pandemic anthem coming out the other side. Coming out the other side, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, go ahead. You ask, go ahead. Well, you have your piano there, and I would love to to share with the audience a little bit of it. I'm going to play a little bit of this. All right, well, we need something like this. Let's hear it. Here we go. Coming out the other side. Listen, I'll try to sing it clearly. Can you hear it? You wake up with a smile on your face. This a day you can run from your place. You've been locked in your house all year long. But today you begin a new song. You've been pushed from your purpose in life. You've been scared by the edge of a knife. Now it's time to fight back and break out. Time to see what this life's all about. Take a good look all around you let your heart be filled with pride grab your coat and all your belongings hey you're coming out the other side i love it anyway that's a little bit of it now that's it's the same song melody chords but completely different then hopefully later in your show when you will play, quote, the record of it. But I've been doing it like that in so many different things. And on that, that's kind of becoming the thing now, which is much different than the actual record, which is doing very well right now. So anyway. I think that's great. So let's talk about, I also want to talk about Around the World in 80 Minutes. Uh, so recently I made up that name because after all this time, when I'm doing this show, it sort of dawned on me, even though it sounds so obvious, I'm singing 
my life because mm -hmm. with all the different songs over the years, with the ones done originally by groups like the Carpenters and Pet Clark and Dion Warwick and then Barry Manilow and Olivia Newton-John and ABBA and all, these things span time. And then my whole life as a film composer, which did not happen because you can't, it just doesn't happen. There's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, and then yeah. when it finally happened, now what I've done is I incorporate in this around the world in 80 minutes or seconds or whatever I said. I have a me medleys of the, and I, the scores, which are obviously done for whatever the, uh, the style is, big orchestras, small orchestras, they're not solo piano. So I had to adapt those scores in a short amount of time because I'm at the piano doing this uh -huh. minute show. Right. So I have, I made med med medleys up. There are two. There's all the hit comedies I've done from My Cousin Vinny to Kindergarten Cop to The Mask to While You Were Slipped, to, you know, a million of these things because I was like the king of comedy in Hollywood for years. And then I do, that's called the Ha Ha medley, which you will hear. Um, then I do the non Ha Ha medley, and that is Last of the Mohegans. Dragonheart and a con, you know, old triple X. I love it. Yeah. See, but that's not what I said is you said, Jesus, that's it's great that you did them all and they're all there and they're big hits. But how do you show that on a piano? So it took it takes a lot of work. It's not just it looks like I'm sitting there just off the cuff. Oh, here's my thing. It's not. It's all put together. Yeah. And obviously it can't go too long because the bulk of the quote show is me doing songs like I just did for you. That's a new yeah. thing. And all the ones that people know, like Weekend in New England and all that. Well, um, I, I I actually look forward to May 21st. I would really like to to see the show. And you got um, it. I won't forget. We when all you gotta get go. There, when you get there at the door and you say, you give your name and you say, no, you're, you're not on this list. No, <laughs> it, it'll be there. Someone That'll is watching. Someone <laughs> should be watching who will take care of this. Got it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Take Bye, care. Randy. Well. Thank well. you so well. much. After the break, we meet actress Deidre Friel and discuss season two of Apple TV's Physical. I'm excited to now welcome actress Deidre Friel to the show. Welcome to Wake Up with Marcy. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. And you have so many projects going on. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So the first I want to talk about is season two of Physical on Apple TV. So the premiere is happening. Uh, it's happened June 3rd. How exciting. Yeah, yes. It's very exciting. I'm really excited for audiences to see it. And season two um you know, season one, we did so much setup with these characters. So in season two, they sort of have a little more room to breathe and kind of continue yeah. down these these tracks we've set them on. So it's pretty cool. How was it working with Rose Byrne? Oh, she's so great. We actually did a bunch of press together and she we just make each other laugh so much. It's a lot of fun. I'm really lucky yeah. that we have, you know, really positive relationships. She's really terrific. So why don't you tell us a little bit about physical and your role in the show? 
Um, physical is a show about uh, Rose Byrne's character named Sheila Rubin um, and her path to building an aerobics empire in the 1980s while she's also struggling through an addiction, an eating disorder addiction and some pretty serious demons um, mm-hmm. in a time when there wasn't really language and, and facilities to like deal with those things. So um, my character is Greta Hauser. I play her best friend. I used to always tease Rose that that Greta thinks Sheila is her best friend, but I don't think Sheila thinks the same about my character. <laughs> but uh, we support each other. And I think it's like about a lot about women, like how how far we could come and and what mm-hmm. we had to do to try to get there. So, yeah. So she builds an empire. Uh, excuse me. She builds an empire. But what about the eating disorder and all? Are there messages and things that we can learn within the show? You know, um, Sheila's character, Rose's character, Sheila, is is a bit of an anti-hero. So there's a lot of Mm -hmm. negative self-talk and things. It's not necessarily the kind of thing where um, I want to, like, prescribe a message for the audience to get out of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But a lot of friends of mine who have struggled with addiction and struggled in recovery have shared that it's been a really positive experience for them to watch the show and deal with something like that in such an open way. Yeah. So I'm really yeah. proud of being able to be a show that talks about things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So it looks awesome to me. I can't wait to start watching the second season. Thank so you. let's talk about somewhere in Queens. Yeah. So that came out at the Tribeca film festival. Tell us about it. That's right. June 10th. I'm really proud of this one too. I'm so lucky right now. Um, it's Ray Romano's directorial debut. So he wrote it, he directed it and he starred in it. Um, I play his youngest sister. The family is, uh, raised the oldest brother. Sebastian Maniscalco is the middle brother and I'm the baby of the family. But the story is more about Ray's relationship with his wife, Lori Metcalf and his son. Um, and, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a family story. It's about families you know, figuring it out, you know, and, and relationships. Yeah. So does it take place in Queens, New York or what, what is Yes. Takes place in Queens. Um, yeah, yeah, it takes place in Queens. It's a real love letter to Queens. I think because Ray grew up in Queens, he's so associated Uh with it. So, uh, it's really great. He really knows how to talk about people from that neck of the woods. Um, you know, in a real love, nobody was allowed to be a parody. Nobody was allowed to sort of play at any sort of idea of those characters. They were very real people to him. So that was a lot of fun to get to do. Yeah. So you played his sister. So how was your role and working with him? Oh, it was, it was really, really great. He's, he's really, I mean, the best in the biz. He really is top of Uh the line. Um, Mm -hmm. Sebastian and I have a bit of a typical adversarial brother sister relationship where he would just you know say that little thing to like get under my skin and I would like freak out you know like the baby of the family yeah. where he, he yeah. just knew that right thing so um yeah yeah you know, so it, it it sounds like a real family then it was a very <laughs> real family situation <laughs> yeah so let's talk about uh new Amsterdam okay so played L on new Amsterdam how was yeah. that yeah, oh, I love, excuse me. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I love, I loved my time with New Amsterdam. Um, I mean, I, I never know if, if I'm, if I'm done there, they often call me and 
go, okay, one more, come back, do another one. And um, uh-huh. I still have some really great relationships from the people there. It was a really special time for me. And I love working on that show. Everyone's always so yeah. kind to me. So, yeah. yeah. Well, wonderful. I swear you have so many wonderful things happening. I'm yeah, so happy so for you. I mean, like I was going to say, what's next? You got, you have something else you're working on now or? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. I'm, I guess not kind of. Yes. Um, I'm writing a couple projects. I'm developing some things with some people, you know, so it's, it's interesting to be on that level of it now, which is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be able to have input from there, you know, being a plus size actress, a lot of times um, it's, it's used in a negative way. And I'm really proud of sort of taking a stance now and saying, I, I don't, I don't want to portray people of size as the butt of a joke, you know? So it's yeah. really cool to just be able to be a part of something and, and, um, and grow that's it from great. the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank Thanks. you for like doing that and reframing people's mindsets and you know, it's, I, I'm so behind breaking the stigma and shame about certain things for me, mental health and recovery. So good for you for doing that. Yeah. I mean, we can't just get stuck in having a descriptor be the the purpose of a person in the story, right? It's just a Mm -hmm. part of who we are, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So well, congratulations on all your success and Thank continued you. success and really look forward to, to watching all that you are a part of. So thank you. Deirdre. That's so nice. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Stay tuned. After the break, I meet with Carl Schmid, co-founder of Plus Life Media and host of Plus Talk. I now have on host Carl Schmid, co-founder of Plus Life Media. Welcome to Wake Up with Marcy, Carl. Thank you, Marcy. It, I, let me tell you, it's been a long while since I've woken up with a woman, and there's no one I'd rather wake up with than you. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> so you're doing some really powerful work. I'd love for you to share with us first what Plus Life Media is. Well, thank you for saying that. Plus Life Media was created by myself and um, two colleagues of mine a little over three years ago. And it was really started to regenerate or re- reignite the conversation about HIV and what it means to live with HIV in this day and age. Um, I myself am HIV positive. I've been HIV positive since uh, I was 27. We won't even count the years of how long that ago that was. But, um, <laughs> and, but for a long, long time, I kept my status really to myself and just my close family. I never really spoke about it publicly. Um, Mm. And I'm guessing it's like four years ago, I um, sort of spoke my HIV truth rather innocently in a social media post and didn't really think anything of it. And within 24 hours, 48 hours, my my virus had gone viral. Um, And so these two great colleagues of mine and I were actually, we we were shooting a show at the Price is Right of all places. And we noticed how warm people were sort of being and had seen these headlines and we got together and said well you know it's we need to keep talking about HIV HIV hasn't gone away and more importantly the stigma surrounding HIV hasn't gone away um and you know it's not just a white gay man's disease or an intravenous drug user's disease HIV like cancer 
really affects everyone and even more so yes. now in this country in the south in black and brown communities and heterosexual um couples you know but people yes. just don't think it matters or it affects them so we started plus life media and we created an online platform really to have modern conversations um where we try and destigmatize but we also talk about it um in a human way not mm -hmm. it's not all medical and science jargon you know it's it's relatable because yeah. i go to the doctor and then he starts prattling stuff off to me and i it goes over my head i'm like look am i healthy and undetectable those are the right. most important things to me um and so that's really that was the genesis of plus life and here we are all these years later um and still growing and adding new content and new shows and new perspectives um amazing now that, yeah. that's beyond hiv it's really about fighting stigma in in general let's talk about the research where we are today because i remember you know however many years ago it was i don't want to think about my age but <laughs> at the at the height of it i mean i know we've come so far so where are we today well look i preface by saying i'm not a doctor and i'm not a scientist but i am someone who's living with hiv and much like yourself marcy you know i i was living and growing up through those really frightening and scary years the good mm -hmm. news is that as we approach 41 years of sort of the world knowing about hiv and aids um we're now at a place where we really have the tools to end it um we have amazing medicine antiretrovirals um which basically come into your body and they they can reduce the level of virus in your body to so low that if i yeah. was to go and get a, a regular test today it wouldn't mm -hmm. show up um and that's wow. what we call undetectable right so yeah. with with the antiretrovirals whether it's in pill form now they're introducing injectable forms um that mean you know that if you don't want to take a pill every day you can get a, an injection um every couple of months and then not think yeah. about it again which is great for people who have that, what we call pill fatigue um yeah. um and it means that someone like myself can mm -hmm. live a full happy healthy positive life I can, if chances of me wanting to make a baby, well, the act maybe, but not the physical baby, but I can, I can conceive um, right. and have a healthy child. So there's really no limitations on my life anymore or anyone else who's living Incredible. with HIV, as long yeah. as they get to undetectable. But Marcy, we've got such an issue, not only in this country, but around the world. And it is coming back to that word stigma, because people still think it's 1984 or 1991, you know, before these pills existed. So people still have it in their heads that an HIV diagnosis means death and it just doesn't have to if people get on the medicine and people get yeah. tested regularly we can actually just stop this thing in its tracks but we've got to fight the stigma first and that sort of comes back to what uh we do right. at plus life and what my mission kind of has become it's amazing because it, it really is about changing our mindset getting educated and moving past that fear and and Absolutely. we're learning that you know, each time the media gets a hold of something, we all begin to live in fear. So, well, and, and Marcy, I say it like this look, all it takes is one conversation. Like, you and I mm. don't necessarily, and whether it's HIV or something else that we're yeah. sort of scared of, but it takes one right. conversation. We don't always have to agree, but it's just that germ of two, uh, two people, three people, four people, a group of people talking about something. And, and suddenly the, it becomes more manageable. You know, there was a long time people didn't say the word cancer, they referred to it as the C word. 
And because yeah. we wouldn't say cancer out loud. Now yeah. look how cancer is, you know, now you tell someone you've got cancer, we all run towards them and put their, our arms around them. You know, you tell someone right. you've got diabetes, you go, oh my gosh, are you okay? What can I do to help? Sadly, if I tell you tell someone you're HIV positive, they still go, wait, how'd you get it? You know, right. that's got to change. Right. So tell us where we can find you and more about uh, Plus Life Media, please. Sure. Okay. Well, you can follow us across all social platforms. We've made it easier. Easy. It's just at Plus Life Media uh, or the website pluslifemedia.com. We've got, um, I do a, a weekly show called Plus Talk, which goes up on our Facebook page, which is um, as soon as I'm done with you, I'm about to sit down with a, a world famous DJ called DJ Fat Tony, and we're going to talk uh -huh. about his new memoir and his journey with addiction and HIV. So that's a weekly thing. We're on the Instagram. We've got some really, really Incredible. exciting new content coming up soon. Um, so yeah, that's at Plus Life Media is the social handles and pluslifemedia.com is the website. Incredible. Thank you, Carl, for coming on Wake Up and just continue doing what you're doing. Amazing. Thanks, Marcy. A pleasure waking okay. up with you. <laughs> Thank you, Carl. Bye-bye. Thank you all so much for joining Wake Up With Marcy today. I want to wish you all an incredible weekend. My guest, I loved everything they had to share. And if you want to find out more about them, go to wakeupwithmarcy.com. I share their websites and more information there. I have also created a Chaos to Clarity community page at wakeupwithmarcy.com. So I hope you will join me and continue on your healing journey with me and stay connected with me on social media. Remember to be kind to yourself and kind to others. And I'll see you next weekend.